0: Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back for Time for the Truth, the podcast by me, Helena Dram. So, today is September 13th, 2021, oh my god, does anyone else feel like we really haven't left the year, like, 2020? Like, 2021 really doesn't feel like it's happened, and that's literally my graduating class, which is kind of funny, because it just just doesn't feel quite real because we're just stuck in talking about everything that happened in 2020. Anyway, um, today we're going to do some new stuff that I really wanted to do. So we're going to start off with reading a piece that I wrote in high school. And so this piece is basically something that I wrote and I don't know why I love it so much. I just really like, I guess, the words I chose to use and everything throughout the piece it's really short but I really enjoy it so it's called mimic Atwood and basically we were given the task to mimic Margaret Atwood and her writing skills so this is and we had to do it about our day so really basic kind of open assignment but I really enjoyed it so here it is The day started before the sun began to switch positions with the moon. Most days are exactly like this. A blend of the normal cycle with a twist of difference every once in a while. To be able to wake up, you must fall asleep first. That seems to be the hardest part of most days. Usually, she is awake until around 1 in the morning. That means that every day she has already been awake for an hour or so of it. This cycle of being restless is something she wishes to stop, but knows that's nearly impossible at this point. An alarm clock is one of the sounds that can always cause her to cringe. It seems strange that we are programmed to wake up to a certain sound that our phones ring. Why do we listen to it? It must be be a pretty abhorrent sound because it's able to wake a nearly insomniac teenager at, in her opinion, an ungodly hour. Maybe that's why she hates waking up so much it's honestly exhausting. The whole day just lies ahead and sometimes it feels like there's no way she could ever face it. Just a few more minutes. One of the most dangerous sentences you can say while you're still bogged down by the trance of sleep. In most scenarios, one more minute ends up being at least 15 more minutes. This morning, that was the case. Getting up early is something that she can get actually gratified by. It can normally make the evenings more peaceful. It's easier to find sleep when you force yourself to be completely exhausted. Today was one of the early morning days. Waking up in an alert mindset and covered in sweat made this morning a little harder to overcome. Being anxious about not having homework done and everything she needs for her week led to her waking up three hours before she needed to. This hurt her soul but assured her mind that she was going to succeed today. It was one of the mornings when she knew that she had to indulge in caffeine. The smell of coffee is something that can bring her joy in the sour of the mornings. Normally, due to sleep or the lack thereof, she has to drink caffeine-free so she can have a better chance of falling asleep. Today was one of the days where that wasn't going to be a possibility. Mondays are tough. It's a known fact. They're especially hard when it ends up being one of the busiest days of the week for her, and she's already drained before the day has even truly begun. She normally has a good start to her Mondays. She loves English. She especially loves how her teacher actually wants to teach, not just spit material at her. It's one of the only classes that gives her the feeling that she had when she was able to learn in a classroom rather than her house. She then moves along to Spanish. It's a straightforward class for her. The study of art and language will always have the ability to draw her in. Perhaps that's why she wants to teach in the near future. It also unlocks a sense of pride in her when she can speak eloquently in a language that is not of her natural tongue. Her lunchtime is is something that was used as a sanctuary. Laughing with her friends, getting a break from the stress of the day. These were the things that she had always had to look forward to. Now she sits alone at a desk doing extra math materials, not eating until three o'clock because the stress of leaving her post overcomes her. She seems to be stressed all the time. She's becoming better at dealing with it, but it still tempers with her head. The feeling of going fast downhill on skis is something that is euphoric to her. There aren't many things like it that can make her completely overjoyed while panicking her at the same time. There's a sense of freedom that you can get when you just let go and go for it. Taking the final push at the crest of the hill, knowing that she can and will stay in control. It's like breathing for the first time when she's in control and gaining speed. It calms her mind. The only thoughts that seem to be able to penetrate her sense of calm is faster. She knows how much it hurts to lose control. Maybe that's why she finds it harder than others to finally let go. Ending the day with a family dinner is what makes the days that seem to never want to end worth it. To hear stories from her parents that she has never heard fills her heart. It is strange to think that they had a whole life before. She is content when they choose to share it with her. It was just a day that seemed to be prolonged with every minute that passed, but it was just another day so that was the piece in its entirety I really just enjoyed writing it because it was in the middle of winter I believe it was in February when we had to write it and during COVID when you couldn't really see anyone and learning online that was really hard especially in the winter when it lasts like seven months so that was really important to me So speaking, talking about writing, I actually am writing a book. And so that doesn't seem very characteristic of me, if you know me, but I really am into free writing because it's very therapeutic to me. I can kind of just write any story that I want and escape to that. So the book that I'm writing is definitely not based on me, just so if anyone gets concerned when I first read this. Um, but it's based off of an idea that I had that I just couldn't let go. Because at first, I have many ideas for books, but then I'm like, eh, do I really like it? You know, is this just an idea that I've put in my mind off of another book I've already read? And this one, I really don't feel like has what other books I've read have had. And I'm sure there are books like it out there, but to me, this is a really special idea. So... I'm not going to really tell you the entirety of the book because that would totally ruin it. And I also don't really want people knowing the entirety of the book. So I'm just going to read the first chapter for you. It's really short. And the title of the book is called Kill My Mind. So here it goes. This is the first chapter. My life is not something I take a lot of pride in. I wish I was one of those girls that didn't give a shit about what she looked like or how much she weighed. I pretend I don't, but I do. I'm used to feeling this way. It is normal for most girls my age to fucking hate their life and everything about their existence, at least for most girls I know. It doesn't help either that I don't care anyone, <laughs> I don't tell anyone about feeling this way. I have two parents who love me. A roof over my head, a kind and nice brother, a smart ass younger sister, and two friends. What else could a 17 year old girl ask for? For starters, my parents do love me, but they decided to name me Phoenix. It's not the worst name in the world. I know that. I just hate that it stands out. That's why I use my middle name to seem more, you know, normal. Phoenix Florence Arden. That's me, the perfect girl who leads a tragic life. Not really. That's not how I see it. I think I've screwed up life. I think my mind screwed me over. I know that. I can admit that now, but I don't think it's tragic. Most people call me Flo. I like it. It feels more normal. It makes me feel like sort of an indie music artist that lives on the West Coast. Something like that. That's the sort of person I want to be. I want to be Flo. I want to be carefree and live near a beach. I want to have others love me but know nothing about me. I want to be the girl people see on the street and wonder about who I am for days after seeing me. I guess you could say I'm a narcissist, the worst narcissist of all time, because I hate myself. I guess for now I'll settle being the girl that has perfect grades, is gifted with music, and can play sports pretty well. I guess that's who everyone else sees. It doesn't feel like me, but I guess it is me. I just don't really feel like I'm living that life or life at all. I'm only 17, but I feel like I've already burnt out. I'm always so stressed about what other people think and what they say about me that I forget that I'm just human. Have you ever thought about how much our problems don't matter? I do. We're just small humans on a small planet, in a medium-sized solar system, in a larger galaxy, in an unimaginably small universe. I mean, probably not small. Huge universe. So maybe take a breath before you make a decision you will regret. I should have remembered that. I also think a lot about death. I'm terrified of it. Not the aspect of dying, but the unknown and nothing it contains. It terrifies me to think that my parents will die and I'm going to have to grow up. I'm not sure I know how to live a life of my own. These are the thoughts that keep me up at night. I'm just not sure if I can do it. Feel the nothing. I don't really want to grow old. I know I sound stupid when I say that, but honestly I don't want to. I want to feel peaceful i don't want to feel like everything i have known is slipping away no one really knows my fears about death i try not to worry others with my problems i guess that's one of my biggest problems i guess i should have gotten help sooner i was scared to ask for it how do you walk up to someone and say hi i'm severely anxious and depressed and possibly bipolar and i think i need help I don't know. I guess I just felt ashamed that my brain doesn't want to work sometimes. I hate it. I hate that I feel like no one knows how low I've been. I, however, don't know how to reach out to someone. It's too hard to talk about. I'm not good at talking about serious things. I avoid talking about my problems and just pack them away. I think that's why I break down a lot and feel like I can't ever get out of my own head. I needed help, but I felt like I was the only one that could help me. I think that's truly where all my problems came from. Depending on others to feel good, but depending only on myself to save me. Okay, so that was basically the first chapter of the book. And I don't know, like, it's just special to me because obviously you have this character right now that she's living this life that she doesn't really feel like she's living. And she feels like she has mental problems but she doesn't know how to ask for help and it's very it's one of those books where it's going to be a mystery but the reader is going to find out when the main character does it's not going to be one of those things that like we know and she doesn't like you will find out when she finds out and i already have the whole book written and it's very i would say heavy because It deals with mental health and death and all of that. So it's definitely not one of those books where it's like, you know, upcoming teenager, living life, you know, finding out who they are. It's not that. It's like mystery, thriller, that kind of. So I really like it. I messed up a few times, obviously, when reading it because, you know, I was reading too fast, but whatever. Um, Yeah, I just it's a cool idea to me and like obviously everyone especially during covid has struggled with mental health and that's really when i got the idea it was when i was sitting on the screen all the time thinking about god like everyone just has these issues that we're really only figuring out we have them now that we're alone and inside all the time and so i really think that the pandemic helped with everyone getting to know themselves a little bit more and kind of, like, what they need to, like, survive things that are very impactful in their life. Like, for me, I didn't know that I had some of the issues that I did until I was alone with myself and was like, you know, like, holy shit, I'm really dependent on certain things and certain habits and activities and people. So that's definitely something that this book is going to discuss. And, yeah, like, the first chapter, you know it's one of those things where this book doesn't, it moves fast, but it doesn't give too much away early. Because if I were to tell you the ending in the beginning, I personally hate when books do that. Like I like when you're kind of in suspense and wondering too. So yeah. I wanted to also talk about my week that I've had so obviously last week at last episode you could tell that college was not for me and I'm not saying that it is now because I'm still very much you know on the outskirts getting used to everything but I would say that I'm getting used to it and what I'm getting used to is kind of just like going at it alone and I know it sounds kind of sad whatever but honestly I can't be dependent on other people liking me to like me. So I'm going to keep going at my own. And when I can find friends, I'm going to find them. And if I can't, you know what? I can wait until I find them because I'm not going to put myself with people just because I think I'll want to be their friend. You know, like it's just one of those things where, you know, I haven't given up. I really want to but I'm still trying to meet people and make friends it's just really hard when I just don't really feel that comfortable you know and I have started to join clubs which I think is gonna eventually help me this Saturday I'm auditioning for an acapella group and I'm also trying out for the crew team so that is some stuff that could give me more ways to connect with people. But overall, I mean, this week was okay. I really didn't do much other than, you know, school, homework, sleep, you know? And however, I did meet a new person and she's very nice. And we had coffee and then the next day on Saturday, she invited me to hang out with her and her friend group and i really like them like they're very good people and i feel like that could be my friend group but it's also one of those things where it's like they were all friends before me coming into the group like you know i wasn't one of the quote like og members so it's one of those things where like i hung out with them all day and they were super nice and you know like they just let me in but I still, you know, wasn't in on everything. I didn't really know everyone. And so while it was really fun, I still felt kind of on the outskirts, but I honestly just appreciated being able to go out into the city. So we went to this place called Eastern Market and it's this really cool like road where they have food vendors, you know, art, all that kind of stuff. So we went to that and then we went to a really good Mexican restaurant and had the best burrito I've ever had in my life. It was so good. And so that was a really good, I guess, highlight for me for my week because I kind of have been putting myself out there and trying to meet more people and make a core group of people. And I feel like I'm slowly going to get there. So hopefully that does happen. And just like overall, I'm feeling better, I guess, about not being at home because I really am dependent on my family and I didn't really realize how much I was dependent on my familiar like group my family my friends you know until it's gone and I think a lot of people go through that but it was one of those things where I was like oh my god like this is this is a lot for me to not be able to have that core person to talk to when I got home or had an issue or I'm not making friends like it's hard to not have that person directly with you and I also like it's hard when I feel like I can't really escape school because I live here now, so it's like, even if I can go and study somewhere else, doesn't necessarily help if, you know, I just live where I'm studying. But overall, I'm getting used to it. So I'm going at it alone, I mean, I'm trying, but I really am feeling, I guess, like an adult in the way where I'm just living my own schedule and not letting it kind of revolve around other people part of this podcast we're going to be doing a bit of mindfulness mindfulness is something that I definitely got into over quarantine and over just kind of like this beginning of college because there were points where like I was just so into the work into the school into studying that I needed a break but I didn't really know how to get that because you can only walk around campus so many times and you can only ever listen to the same songs so many times. So mindfulness has definitely helped me feel refreshed and it's just like a quick either 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 2 minutes, like just a little break so that you don't feel so overwhelmed. So this specific mindfulness script that I'm going to read is Mindfulness for Confidence. Wow, I cannot talk today but we're going to be mindful about it. We're going to be okay. So here we go. Begin in a comfortable seated position. Sit tall, imagining a string pulling you up and keeping your head high. This guided meditation script will help you feel more confident. Close your eyes and start to breathe. Take deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. In for the count of four, and out for the count of four. With each inhale, imagine that you are breathing in confidence and power. With each exhale, imagine you are expelling all of your self-doubt. Say to yourself, either out loud or in your head, I am confident, I am sure of myself and my abilities. Notice how nice it feels to take this time to work on yourself. Notice how you feel more confident just by sitting up tall with your head held high and saying this confident affirmation to yourself. Keep breathing. If your mind starts to wander and you start to feel self-doubt creeping in, notice this, observe it, and do not judge it. Then bring your attention back to your breath. Confidence is within you. Confidence is in reach. Open your eyes and take this feeling of confidence with you. Okay, so I hope that that, I mean, I know that that was really quick, but just kind of checking in with yourself i found this like really important because a lot of times we subconsciously know that there's something wrong but if we don't take the time to look and actually figure out what's wrong like it's just so self-destructive because i'll be sitting here at my desk and i'll be like god what is bugging me what is making me nervous right now and if i sit and i think about it i'm like nothing nothing should be making me nervous right now why am i sitting here with anxiety when i'm just doing my homework or i'm just in a zoom like why am i anxious about this and just having mindfulness to help you with this overwhelming feeling i think has really helped me in general and i think listening to podcasts about you know healing relationships and healing your mental health anything like that where you can just sit and just think about only that for that amount of time is something that's really healthy for you and for your mind. That's what I found because I have a walk. It's about a mile and a half to one of my classes and every I walk there every morning at 9 o'clock. And during that walk, I don't listen to music. I don't, you know, I'm not on the phone. I just take that walk to listen to a podcast or listen to mindfulness and I'm just walking by myself and I'm taking that time to check in because if we don't have that time we're gonna overextend ourselves and just it's not fun to feel like you're out of control and I've lived a lot of my life feeling like I'm so overwhelmed and out of control I'm really bad with dealing with stress because for me I'm very wound up tight and something my parents always tell me is you have to be a birch you can't be an oak and basically that's just mean like you have to bend with the wind you have to be able to take the storm instead of like an oak who is very strong and you know very rooted but one storm and you can fall right over so that's something that I definitely am still always going to be working on but I feel like since I've left home I've been able to kind of figure out what's been working for me with dealing with my problems and what's not been working for me. Because what not what's not been working for me has been to sit in my dorm room. What has been working for me has been going for walks, going for runs, going to the gym. And I mean that's what everyone always and I know it's stupid because that's what everyone always tells you is okay go like go outside, go ex go get exercise. Like that'll make you feel better. But I know, because I've lived this, there are points where you're like, no, I literally cannot leave my room. No, I cannot literally leave my bed. And it's okay to have those days. But you can't have every day be one of those days, if that makes sense. Because I've had days where, like, I can't leave my room. And I'm like, no, I just need to have a down day. Like, I just need to do my homework, you know, watch a movie, and just have that be my day. But then the next day, I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to get outside because if I let myself start a bad cycle, I'm not going to be able to stop it. And so that's why I think it's really important to take time to check in on yourself and be like, am I happy? If I'm not, why am I not happy? What can I do to make myself happy? And so that's something that I definitely think college has helped me with because I'm now understanding oh this is what I like this is what I don't like this is how I make friends this is how I'm dealing with stress this is how I'm this is who I am really in new situations and so it's definitely a lot to handle all at once all of this new material and overwhelming scenarios but just giving myself five minutes to just breathe calm down has really helped me and that can even be you know taking a shower you know going for a walk calling your parents calling your friends because even though I don't want to rely on them to feel comfortable it's definitely been something that has made my time here easier being able to talk to my mom my dad my sister my friends that hey I'm not liking it or hey today was a good day that's really helped me almost tell myself how I'm feeling if that makes sense because sometimes it's hard to admit stuff to yourself that you can admit to others and vice versa but I've really been able to just kind of be like to my friends hey like this is really this sucks for me and I'm not making friends and I don't know why and then I can sit and reflect on that and be like why am I not like This has not been an issue for me before, so what is happening and how can I help myself out of this situation? So I guess that's the advice I can give for anyone is that you got to take time to learn yourself and get to know yourself before you can go out and make a bunch of friends and go out and have a boyfriend and do all of that stuff because I find that the people that really don't know who they are or who they want to be, are the people that are the most scared. And I think that that is what college really is, is it's filled with people who don't know who they are, or who they want to be. And I mean, you're going to live your life not knowing everything, obviously, because you can't know everything. But to me, I don't know who I am, but I know kind of who I want to be, and who I want to be around. So That's what I'm going to migrate towards and set goals for. But if I just let myself be in this nothing that I am in right now, you know, I'm not going to succeed. I'm going to stay stuck in my room, not doing anything and just doing school. And yes, college is here for school, but it's also to make connections, to find friends, build new relationships. So you have, I've said this before, and... I don't know why I like it, but it's just fun, I guess. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that, to me, is what college has been. So far, I think it's been, what, like three weeks or so-ish, around three weeks, of me being very uncomfortable. But have I grown from that? Yes. And I feel like I'm not a completely different person, But I've definitely changed on the inside what my values are because now I know, you know, I'm not here to party. I'm not here for certain things that I thought was going to be great. Like I thought I was going to have the best group of friends and I thought we were going to be partying it up in the city. And then I realized, no, COVID's a thing. You know, you really shouldn't be partying that much in the city. And no, I don't have a core group of friends yet, but it will come because I'm not going to give up. So unfortunately, we're reaching the end of today's episode. But I really just hope you could kind of take away from this, you know, just how I've been feeling. And I know that, like, everyone's going to have different feelings about college and life and everything like that. But for me, this is very therapeutic to just kind of put it out there and let other people hear my experiences. Because not only does it let me show people... But maybe they're feeling the same way or maybe they can learn something about me through this process, you know. And so, yeah, Um, to end this podcast episode, I'm going to leave you with a quote. And so this whole theme of this episode, I guess, has been, you know, self-discovery through loneliness. And so this is what that quote is going to kind of be about. So I'm quoting Mandy Hall here. If you learn to really sit with loneliness and embrace it for the gift that it is, an opportunity to get to know you, to learn how strong you really are, to depend on no one but you for your happiness, you will realize that a little loneliness goes a long way in creating a richer, deeper, more vibrant, and colorful you. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, night, morning, whatever, whenever you're listening to this. Love you all. Peace out.